What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson, and I'm super excited and happy to be able to announce the second episode for this show. And there's going to be a lot more and a lot more to talk about every week at Friday. Be sure to tune in at SoundCloud and now at Spotify for uh, your latest episodes. Coming soon, I'll be able to release it on iHeartRadio, YouTube, and other platforms. So for now, just be sure to follow me at all my social medias at Wolves of Music. And um, let's get into this. You know, to today's episode is one doozy one. It's very controversial that we're going to be talking about. It's Yeah, it's going to be a lot, a lot of what-the-fuck moments. And... Um, <laughs> Even though I'm this episode, by the time it's released, it's a little bit over a week, but I'm pretty sure people are still talking about it. And it brought me to my attention that it needs to be said. So this is what this show is all about. We need to address the situation to this. Uh, so, so guys, without further ado, let's get started. This is the Lone Wolf Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the episode number two of the Lone Wolf Podcast. And today's topic, this is what I'm I was referring to earlier in my discussion. We're gonna talk about something that has brought out to my attention by John Askew. Shout out to John Askew for calling this out to these certain people because I couldn't believe my fucking ears when I when he posted that video and showed me all the stuff that was happening. I couldn't believe my fucking ears and saw what I saw. It was um fucking believable and i'm gonna be saying a lot of thoughts throughout the show so be ready for a couple of cuss words and whatnot but so the topic of today will be discussing about how these house djs are asking people their fans for money to pay their tour managers because their tour managers are suffering due to the pandemic that we're all facing yes guys you heard what i said I couldn't believe my fucking ears either, but it was true. So shout out to John Askew for bring, calling them out because he called them out so badly. And, and I was and I was literally at the front row applauding him because he did what barely anybody's keeping themselves quiet. But now because he called them out, everybody's speaking like you hear this from your and I don't know what other bloggers are also mentioning about this, but they're all talking about it as well. And they're calling out all these uh, house DJs. And the reason I'm saying house DJs, because some of them are probably like house trans or tech trans or tech or whatever. I don't even know half of these guys, what they do. But I know it's more on that scene. And like you have Carl Cox, Seth Trotzler, Dubfire, to name a few asking their fans to pay their tour managers. And I'm going to discuss about this because this is very disgusting to me, in my personal opinion. Maybe in in, in any house DJ's pers- uh, point of view or in their point of view, they're trying to be, you know, I'm trying to help out the my, my tour manager that I travel with that gets me to all my shows, you know, so it's because of him I'm in this scenario, blah, blah, blah. But the way you're saying it, that's a shitty thing to say, bro. Straight up, especially the pandemic that we're all facing right now, the situation that we're facing, everybody is like, they need that money. Everybody needs that money because they don't know when it's their next meal and they're going to have a huge financial crisis in the next couple of weeks or not months. 
if not year. And yet you have the nerve to ask your fans that they're li- literally living to skint, as my good friend John was saying, with money. Yet you're demanding then. And yes, I'm saying the word demanding to ask for donations so they can pay their tour managers by buying their songs, buying their songs so they can pay their tour managers. And I'm like, hold the fuck up. You guys get paid between what? 50 to 100K per gig? Like you literally earn, potentially earn thousands of dollars, almost close to $100,000 for some of you. You don't have some, you don't have that money to help out your tour manager. You have to go ahead and ask your fans to buy some of your songs. That's actually kind of shady, don't you think? Why would you ask your managers? I mean, not your managers, your fans say, hey, for every dollar you guys buy on my song, a percent, uh, it's going to go straight, not a percentage. No, fuck that. that that'll, be, that'll be greedy at that point, even though they're, that, they're being greedy right now. But buy a song of mine and I'll donate that the money to essential workers, to hospitals, to all those people that are right now in the front lines, you know, trying to combat this thing that we're having and or food. Food for America, for food for hunger, like those or charities, something, something that can actually move this forward. Because right now we're we're literally in a huge financial crisis, and we can't even get out of our own homes. We're isolated. We're in quarantine, as we say. And yet, you got the nerve that the, to ask them. That's fucked up, bro. Straight up. I don't care if I'm a I'm an artist with little followers and you got hundreds of thousands of followers. I don't care. I'm calling you guys out as well because you don't do that. Period. Use that money for charity. Don't use it for oh to pay off your tour manager. In fact, use your own goddamn money. Like you guys travel year round, and let's just say a ballpark average, ballpark average. You guys go and DJ every weekend, so. Let's say um, almost every weekend of the year, let's say there's 52 weeks a, in a year. Out of those 52 weeks, let's say that you, let's say you, you DJ or you guys DJ for oof, three or four times. Let's, let's go with the average of three times a weekend on, on a free day. So let's multiply three times 52. You basically on average, on a yearly rate, on average, 156 shows a year you probably do more than that some of you probably do less i doubt it but some of you guys probably ballpark around 156 shows a year if not more yet you guys got the audacity to ask your fans to buy your songs and you're giving out free free live streams of your dj sets and whatnot but hey buy my song so i can pay my tour manager you guys got out of those Again, let's go ballparking again. 156 shows. Let's say from 30 to 100, I'm rounding everything to 50. 50K per show times 50K. Maybe I'm probably doing my math wrong. Maybe. 
but according to my calculator, it's let's say 50 per show, and there's 156 shows on average. So 50 times 156, this is the number. Maybe I'm doing this math wrong. And maybe someone in the comments down below, you can actually correct me if I'm wrong with this number, but I got on average 7 million eight hundred thousand dollars that these house djs earn a year millions of dollars and i'm ballparking average 50k and probably 50k is a lot for some but this is i'm talking about ballparking average just the average amount these motherfuckers at least some of them not all of them probably more or less than 7 million, uh, close to, I'm going to round this up to 8 million. Uh, these guys earn, potentially earn $8 million a year. Probably more than that. Probably less than yet. And yet, you're asking your fans to pay, to buy your songs so they can pay their tour managers? What kind of fuckery is this? You cannot give some of that money to your tour managers? Aren't you that tight? To that to your tour manager that gets you to every show and whatnot aren't you that tight what the fuck you cannot give some of your money to your tour manager you have to ask your fans to buy your son so they can give some of portions and by the way if some of these loyal fans let's just say buy your songs and you don't have that many songs well probably you have a lot of songs but not everybody's gonna buy it because i'm pretty sure by the time it was released everybody already bought it so when you're buying the new songs or whatnot, or the old songs, it's like, let's say a song is a dollar each on um, Beatport standards. Like Beatport, most of the time, sells their songs at $1. So it's at $1 times, that's a lot of money. But so they say they're, they're donating that to their tour managers. It could be less than that. It could be less. Or in fact, you got to take into consideration that, yes, while you guys are selling your songs, for a dollar at Bport, remember that Bport gets a percentage of it. Your label gets a percentage of it, and if your management or your reps are tied up with the label, they get a, a percentage out of that, and probably even your lawyer gets a percentage of it. And your publishing deals—I don't know how much is the publishing deals, but yeah, you guys get it like a percentage. You're close to be have giving your song like. <sighs> With these percentages, 50 cents to 25 cents. That's how much it is. And I'm, I'm spitballing here, but that's run more or less how you earn. That's why people don't, that's why these DJs um, as or producers, us producers, we don't earn money through our songs. We actually earn our money through our touring. If we tour a lot, we get paid a lot. We don't earn from our uh, from our songs. Granted, our songs are there so people can hear the latest stuff with us. And that's how we get our word of mouth out of it. It's like, holy shit, this is how good this song is. Yo, listen to this guy. Yeah. But it's not like before that you actually earn a lot of money for it. It doesn't work like that anymore. Now it's more about touring stuff and selling your merchandise and whatnot. So even so, that, that's... <laughs> Again, that's super fucked up that the fact that these guys have the cojones to be asked asking people when everybody is on a pandemic and yet they're still asking people. Like, I don't know, bro. It's like 
I had I had to talk about it. I I just had to, and I cannot let this go away because this is just so ridiculous. But those are my initial thoughts about it now. So let's just talk about what are the things that that's going to happen to these guys and how these artists, these hardworking artists, not talking about the hostages, I'm talking about the overall general public re reacts to this. And some of them are up and coming artists, current artists, festival runners, promoters, and fans alike and i'll and then i'll end the show with saying you know one of the things that may happen to them one of the stuff that's probably gonna happen to them at the end of the show so let's let's go right in so a week has passed more or so by the time i'm recording this and so far i just had to go to the i found i actually found out about this through facebook and then through facebook it took me to the link of the video of john askew and then from the Video, I found all these shitty ass DJs asking for donation for the tour managers. And then I went straight to Twitter because they say Twitter is literally the most hateful social media app ever. Clearly it is because if you ever get beef with somebody or is there some hate or somebody needs to trust somebody, you go to Twitter. That's your go to place because nobody talks about bad about somebody on facebook or on instagram probably they do but it's it doesn't grab the attention as twitter does uh facebook is more it, it has become the the meme source of everything like if there's something very shitty or something very stupid or something very funny it it becomes a meme and becomes a video and then you just post it on Facebook. That's what Facebook is right now in today's standards, you know. Also, I guess, you know, the biasy from people, you know, what they believe and like what's right and what's wrong. Like, who knows what's right and what's wrong? I don't know. I I only go by logic and common sense. And then Instagram is more for... Oh, let me go to Instagram and let me see on this girl's uh, IG. Damn, she she's a fine ass model. Or let me go to this certain rapper's IG or let me go to a certain artist like, oh, shit. He's on IG life. Oh, let me let me let me bring my LOL shit. Let me bring my emojis like, yo, I'm right here. Big shout out. Yo, shout out to this guy. Oh, he's made me shout out. Oh. Yeah, Instagram just basically became a place in which you see people's pictures and you just like and comment and you see a hot girl there. He's like, oh, shit, a hot girl. See a famous artist like, oh, man, I'm going to follow this guy. Yeah. And then you got Twitter, which is basically what I said earlier. The most hateful social media application ever. That's where if you want to bash somebody, you go there. If you want to find some dirty stuff from someone you go to twitter you just look back into their old tweets and just like re made them resurface and then just try to uh, cancel it we call it the uh, cancel uh the people who are doing that they're trying to cancel people it's called culture cancel or the vulture or the vulture cancelers something like that i don't remember exactly what it was but it was something close to it and yeah, that's where, oh, social justices, the social justice people, 
That's the correct word. They'll just go right to your Twitter account, look at all shit from your past and say, oh, look at this motherfucker. He said this at this date 20 years ago. Oh, my God. Dude, look what this guy said 20 years ago. And then you get all these people like, oh, I'm sorry for saying such fans and blah, 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 blah. So people can stop canceling. Would you know it? There was actually a lot of heat with all these house DJs. And at the same time, there was a lot of people defending it, mostly their fans and some sometimes um, closest friends of them. They're, they're, they bring a lot of good arguments from both sides. I, ha I have to say, you know, you, because I said in the, in the beginning, it's like, OK, I understand why they're doing this, but the way they're doing it at the time they're doing it, it's just wrong. It's just fucked up. Look at it however you want it. It's still fucked up. That's my logic and common sense brain saying. Well, others could be saying like, oh, but you don't know the, the financial status for these tour managers. Like these tour tour managers, they, they may have families that they're going to take care of. They, they don't have anything, blah, blah, blah. Or my favorite one that everybody, when they try to defend the DJs, like, what do you know how much these guys made? Yeah, you got to actually realize that you say that they make this much, but they got to pay royalties, publishing and agencies and managers and, and, and all the hotel expenses and airplane expenses like, and they'll end up with nothing. That is true as well. I hear that a lot, by the way, but that is true. I will not I will not deny that. That is true. That is some part of it. Like from the math that we ha uh, we got ourselves. Let's say seven million, like eight million dollars is like, all right, the ballpark average that we took a year that these guys make for on the shows. Some of them maybe more, some of them maybe less, but let's just say the eight million. Now you got to take us like certain percentage on those eight millions because you need to pay your manager and your record label and your agent and and all your hotels and travel expenses. So let's just say on a ballpark, let's take 20% out of it, say 8 million times 20%. And this is from agencies. Holy crap. Agencies get at least, at least a million 600,000. That's agencies. Let's go again with the whew, times two, another 20 for their for their managers so okay so right now we got three million dollars in total that and uh i'm not gonna go with the labels that's too much calculation i'm just gonna go straight to what you call it the where these people oh yeah travel expenses so i know that traveling expenses is a lot because they gotta book airplanes and the rides and the hotels and I guarantee you guys, they're not going to go on coach. They're definitely going to be going first class all the way at whatever time it is. So, oh, some of them, uh, Carl Colts has his own airplane, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I, Carl Colts has his own plane. And that's like a buckload of money. So let's just give it like another, another rough estimate, like another a mil to. So let's just add one more million and 200. All right. So we got a number. So $4,400,000. That's what, how much they give up weight on percentage wise and whatnots. So let's just run this up to 5 million. So 
basically out of the 8 million minus the 5 million you get a number <laughs> again somebody better do the math for me because i don't believe it like even if you do all these percentage wise like take the 20 for your agent take your 20 for your management take your like whatever travel expenses you fucking got and these djs still are millionaires they still have three million dollars on their pockets so you're telling me out of the three million dollars you still can't give money to to your tour managers to help them out and whatnot so i will definitely fight you on that on every fan that you have and even on yourselves i'm calling you guys out like i'll fight you guys saying like you guys are a bunch of load of bullshit asking demanding people to buy their songs so that way they can donate it to tour managers why don't you fucking donate it to your tour manager if you're if you're good friends with them you're homies with those guys i mean you see them every every fucking weekend you go with it on every show if you go in in the bedrooms and whatnot go fucking give them that money if you're ties with them don't fucking ask your your fans go give them some of your money you know who who should be leading at sample zomboy shout out to zomboy you know what he did? Zomboy basically asked people, hey, I need you guys to, I'm starting a Kickstarter because I'm going to donate all this money to all the hospitals or essential workers or the food for people or whatever. He's donating. He's basically donating. And I'm going to choose like one or, or 50 lucky people or 50 or 100 people randomly. And they're going to earn themselves a free homemade Zomboy hoodie or Zomboy t-shirt. That's amazing. Because he's not keeping that money. He's basically like giving it to the people. To the, all, the, all these people that they need it. He's, he's donating on that money. And in return, he'll just like give you, hey, let me give you a hoodie. Let me give you a t-shirt. I forgot how that process worked, but it, it was basically he made a couple of homemade T-shirts and homemade hoodies. And the kids started were like, all right, if you want a chance to win this T-shirt, donate five dollars and we'll go to this T-shirt and we'll go to to all this. Or if you want to donate more money, donate ten dollars and you may have the chance to win a hoodie. Something like that. It was something like that. So. You know, he did it. He raised it. He got the money. He was able to donate. And a few people managed to earn those free gears from Zomboy. Shout out to that guy. He's amazing. He managed to do something for the people, especially on a dire knee. And use his appropriate platform to spread out the word and go ahead and donate and isolate and coordinate. Like, that's a positive message. That's something nice to do. You don't go ahead and ask your people, hey, go ahead and buy my songs. I haven't heard one bass producer to go ahead and buy my songs. Not one. In fact, a lot of these bass producers are giving a lot of free DJ sets. And, and some of them are even giving away sample packs of them for free and whatnot. They're, they're given to the people. They're connected to the peer. They're for the community. But these house DJs, they're greedy ass motherfuckers. They try to get something, score some money for the tour managers. Like, go ahead. You got some money. Go give it to them. Unbelievable. So I know I've seen it all with both sides. I understand both sides. But I'm going to go a favor with the with all these people that are bashing these guys. I have to stand and fight them because, bro, you just don't do that. Especially when, you're, when we're facing 
a hardship right now. We're all isolated and quarantined. Like, come on. Fucking name. I do see a lot of festival runners and promoters that they're saying, I am not booking this guy. I am not going to even talk about him anymore. We're not going to get near him. We're not going to talk about it. That's bad. That's bad. Because now you're losing your money. Now you're losing your cash flow, which is your 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 financial security, your touring. And if these festival runners and promoters are actually going to go ahead and cancel them by saying, like, I'm promoting this, it's going to be a domino effect. Believe me. It's going to be a freaking domino effect in which one starts to do it and then everybody will fall in. And you're at, and then the agents and the managers are going to be like, but why? I don't understand why all these are just basically all these reps, all these managers and agents are going to ask, but why? Why are you not going to book him? And, you know, I think I thought that you guys are going to be coming here. You always book him. Like, what's going on? It's like, oh, you remember that one time that your artist, your client decided to donate some of that, that music of this to their tour managers? Yeah, we didn't like that. Especially when you guys are basically like have a lot. We pay you guys a lot of money. You couldn't give some of that money to your tour manager or keep that tour manager check his balance or something like that. Like, yeah, we don't like that. We don't like that. You guys are basically asking people to buy it. Or my favorite one, which is, yeah, what you guys did, that's just wrong, especially when everybody's struggling. I know we're all struggling to make ends meet, but asking the people, their fans for for money just because they want to pay their tour managers, that's just wrong. And how does that make us feel that the fact that these guys, not only they're just giving that money to to these tour managers, but also your guys are giving away free DJ sets. So is this how it's going to be? I guarantee you that stuff, that stuff is being talked right now because when Ultra got canceled, Ultra didn't refund none of that money. None. Uh, let me, let me make it clear for you. Yes. None of the money that people pay to go to Ultra is being refunded because Ultra is not going to refund all their customers. None. And you want to know why? Because they paid the deposits to all these artists. And if they figured, oh, shit, if we we lost our deposits, we don't have money. We don't have a money to revenue this. And oh, these guys are keeping their deposits, basically. That when you book a DJ, you always book a 50% of the deposit to make sure that that the certain date I want your DJ to be booked for this date. And then the other half will be paid after like 60 or 90, 30 to 60 days. I don't know, depending on which contract, but it pays after the gig, like 30 or 60 days after the gig. That's where you get the other half. So basically, Ultra pay all these house DJs and, and not, not all these houses every artist that was already booked for the lineup they paid half as a deposit so they all keep that money they all kept that money then they're not gonna get the other half because obviously they didn't perform they couldn't be performed because of what we're having so that deposit is basically a non-refundable and they keep that deposit so obviously Knowing the fact that Ultra gave that deposit, they kept him. They could have used that deposit to 
to pay those tour managers. This makes ultra people and others get pissed as fuck. They're gonna, they're probably not gonna book these guys again. It's like, what the fuck? But then again, I could be wrong because it's it's the EDM industry, but it's business, you know, money talks bullshit. Watts. I'm pretty sure how things is gonna work out was just these people are, if they're trying to get booked, they're probably gonna get for less just to, you know, repent for what they did, something like that. But yeah, I've been seeing some of these people reacting so horribly bad. Like everybody's like literally attacking them, trying to cancel them and whatnot. While I don't think they're going to get canceled, they will get like heated for last week. They got heated. I checked out Twitter today and at the time I'm recording this and they're still they're still back talking. There. I mean, I saw it from your EDM.com. That was one of the biggest blots around there. And yeah, they were they they made an article. I'm pretty sure they weren't the only articles, but your EDM is probably the is was is the only one that I read. I know there were a couple more. I just couldn't follow it through because I was just doing the research on all that stuff. <laughs> that was my bad. I'm not bad. I should be done more research, but I'm not going to ba- name all of them. I'm just going to name you your ADM. So, yeah. Um, and they were just giving them a, a good perspective of you. And it's like, and I agree with them. It's like, like, why would you do such a thing like that? Like, it doesn't make sense. And, and these, and, Got to find, can't believe that these house DJs are to be loved by a fan base of hundreds of thousands, you know? And some of them got the the five digit following, like 50,000, 60,000, 10,000, 40,000, 80,000 followers, like overall. Like, I I just don't know. I, I'm done. I'm, I'm over this, you know, because like I already gave my rant, like, this is just a douchey thing to do, especially. How we're how we are right now financially. And so at the end of my show, I'm gonna mention some of the stuff that's may happen to these guys. And I already mentioned a few stuff. So I'm just gonna mention the rest of it and just clear it off from there. Because talking about these guys, it's just it may it makes me feel like ugh, such such ignorant bastards like such greedy bastards like i can i'm trying to say every every curse word in the vocabulary that can define them because that's what they are they're just greedy people douchebagging greedy motherfuckers so here are some of the stuff that may happen to these guys they're gonna lose their bookings it's a possibility and that means that they will have to renegotiate and try to win the public's heart again. Oh my God. The, they will have to hire publicists because sometimes some of these EDM DJs don't have publicists. So they'll have to hire a publicist to fix this PR nightmare. They're going to go ahead and go to Twitter or Instagram. I haven't checked on that because I don't follow none of these cocksuckers um they're probably gonna check on twitter or instagram or facebook and whatnot say i'm very sorry for saying such things i was just trying to get raise some money for a friend of mine a brother that comes with me and helps me get to my show saving sounds because of him blah 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 i'm sorry i i know it was on a difficult time i'm sorry i shouldn't ask like this you know i 
please forgive me. I apologize. And everybody's just going to be like, okay, he apologized, blah, blah, blah. That's what I hear. That's what I hear most of the time. Pupu caca pipi. That's what I hear. But it's going to happen. Like they're going to have, they're probably going to, I'm pretty sure some of their managers are right now working on it and just like, all right, we need you to spin this because right now you have a bad image, even though it's not that much. But right now, because everybody's in quarantine and isolated, everybody's a little bit ticked off and everybody's like, uh, not so frill because they're isolated. So their level of pissed off can go even further. So they're probably going to try to you know, fits this issue, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I will tell you this, like my final thoughts to this, uh, they need to fix this. It's not, it's not as bad as some other artists that are being, that got canceled due to stupidity shit to have done, but it's, it's also not good. It's, it's also a shitty thing to do. You know, it's, it just brings you it just shows no it doesn't bring it it shows you their true colors right there and there and as they say camera never lies the camera never lies and we're just gonna end it like right there guys because there's probably a couple of more things that that may happen to them but you know at the end of the day it becomes business and money tots and bullshit watts so they're gonna try to you know persuade all these promoters and festival runners even those the majority of promoters and festival runners that i have in my facebook that i'm friends with i'm 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 cool with them they say some oh my god they're like fuck this in 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 a more than words they're like fuck these guys you know what the fuck go fuck themselves obviously then none of them says stuff like that because they got reputations, they got they got they got an image to protect their companies and whatnot. But in other words, they pretty much said that type of stuff. So, so I'm gonna ask the uh, the public, what do you guys think about this? Like, please let me know what you guys feel about this. And would you would you guys have done it differently? Like, do you guys stand by them or do you guys are against them? Like. Guys, uh, comment down below and let me hear your thoughts and share your experience. And yeah, we can probably mention this uh, on the next episode. So yeah, guys, let's wrap this up. And thank you very much for listening. And remember, every week, it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe to get your weekly episodes at Wolves and Music for SoundCloud and Spotify and coming soon to iHeartRadio and, and coming soon to YouTube as well. You're going to see me and my pretty little face as well. So, yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in and see you guys on the next one. Deuces. Boop.